This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Tuesday, September 1st. Good morning. I'm Jeff Nally. Here's today's headlines. Cloudy future for coronavirus aid. China saying the right things. USDA meets schools halfway on pandemic feeding. House Agriculture Chair. CR possible for COVID relief. The impasse over coronavirus relief continues on Capitol Hill. House Agriculture Committee Chair Colin Peterson doesn't think a deal is going to be reached this month, but he tells AgriPulse he's watching to see if some ag provisions could be included in a continuing resolution that will be needed to keep the government running after the new fiscal year starts October 1st. I've kind of had my eye on that because having been around for a while, that might be where this ends up. So we'll see, he told AgriPulse. The GOP view, well, Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell uh, tells AgriPulse he plans to put a GOP aid bill on the floor that will include $20 billion for agriculture. But he acknowledged the bill likely won't get the support it needs from Democrats. He said he still hopes that Democrats can reach a deal with the White House when lawmakers return to Washington after Labor Day. So far, Democrats are insisting that the White House agree to spend at least $2.2 trillion. McConnell said, I hope we can get past all this and do one more aid bill. If we do, it's obviously going to be in September. Keep in mind... Ag Secretary Sonny Perdue reiterated to members of the National Association of State Departments of Agriculture yesterday that USDA is gearing up to announce a second round of payments to farmers under the Coronavirus Food Assistance Program. USDA will be using money it already has on hand. China makes big U.S. corn purchase. USDA reported yesterday Chinese buyers bought 596,000 tons of new crop U.S. corn for delivery in the 2021 market a year, which begins today. The sale follows a Chinese purchase of 747,000 tons of corn last Thursday. This overnight purchase of three quarters of a million tons shows us that not only is China committed to working as best as they can, to fulfill the phase one commitments, but it's also telling us that the demand is there and we are an affordable and reliable option. That U.S. Grains Council President and CEO Ryan Legrand speaking to AgriPulse last week. Purdue, China saying all the right things. China is still a long way from meeting its pledge under the phase one trade agreement to buy $80 billion of U.S. ag exports over this year and next. But Secretary Purdue insists China is saying all the right things about their desire to fulfill the commitment. Purdue told NASDA members yesterday he expects China to continue buying heavily from the U.S. until the Brazilian crops come in early next year. Keep in mind, despite the widespread storm damage in Iowa last month, Purdue says U.S. farmers will have plenty of corn to sell. With the crop that is coming on, it looks like we're going to need a strong export run, he said. Taiwan officials push for new U.S. trade pact. Two high-level Taiwanese government officials yesterday publicly called for a new trade pact with the U.S., building on Taiwan's promise last week to lift restrictions on U.S. beef and pork. 
B. Kim Au, head of the Taipei Economic and Cultural Representative Office, Taiwan's unofficial embassy in Washington, and Taiwanese Economic Minister Mei Wai Wang both asserted that now is the time to begin talks on a free trade agreement. David Stilwell, an assistant secretary of the State Department who joined the two Taiwanese officials at a Heritage Foundation webinar, did not directly address the topic of an FTA, but he asserted the American desire for stronger ties to Taiwan. He also stressed Taiwan's position as a top ten market for U.S. soybeans, corn, beef, wheat, fruit, and poultry. USDA goes partway on school feeding. Under heavy pressure from school districts in Capitol Hill, USDA has agreed to allow schools to continue providing meals to all students at no charge and also off-site. But the authority is good only until the end of the calendar year or when available funding runs out. Senate Agriculture Committee's top Democrat Debbie Stabenow of Michigan says USDA's fall extension was a, quote, positive first step forward. But she and the School Nutrition Association, which represents school feeding programs, would like to see the authority extended for the full school year. Now, keep in mind, according to Stavadow's office, the expanded feeding authority cost the federal government about the same as subsidizing standard school meals. The anti-hunger group Share Our Strength also urged USDA to assure schools the feeding authority would continue into next spring. The fall extension, quote, is important for hungry kids headed back to school, younger siblings not yet in school, parents struggling to make ends meet, and for the schools and community groups rising to the challenge to feed them during this pandemic, said Lisa Davis, senior vice president of the group. Farm Bureau, USDA failed to provide conservation relief. The American Farm Bureau Federation says a new USDA rule for defining wetlands and highly erodible land falls doesn't go far enough to help farmers who have trouble meeting their conservation compliance requirements for farm programs. AFBF said it advocated for clear rules and safeguards to ensure fair treatment of farmers in conservation compliance. But the final rule does not remedy unfair enforcement actions by the Natural Resources Conservation Service. Farmers deserve to be protected from repeated, unjustified, costly decisions, AFBF President Zippy Duvall said. Although we appreciate recent actions by USDA to rectify historic wrongs, this was a missed opportunity to ensure fairness going forward. The rule, published August 28th, attempts to clarify how wetland hydrology is identified for farmed wetlands and farmed wetland pasture, among other provisions. Here's today's He Said It. I hope not. That would be stupid. That House Agriculture Chairman Colin Peterson when asked if he was concerned about a government shutdown this fall. History is on his side. Government shutdowns generally do not occur ahead of elections. Well, that's Daybreak for this Tuesday, September 1st. Brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Alley.